What would you do? What would you do? So on this episode of Canada's Pinball Podcast, I'm going to go down the list of everybody making pinball games right now. And I'm going to tell you what I would do if I were in a room and I were giving each of these companies a bit of advice on what they should do. There's no money exchanging hands here. This is Canada materializing inside each of these pinball companies' boardrooms and giving them advice about what I would do. Free of charge, no paywall, no nothing, no nothing. Just my advice on what they would do. But before I do that, I want to tell you right now, I'm sitting in my apartment. It's 10 o'clock at night. My newborn child is sleeping. He's just four months old. My beautiful wife is sleeping. And I'm reading a comment by someone who supposedly was my friend. And I want to just tell you right now, there, there are a lot of people that say a lot of totally nasty things about me. And one of the pin side rules that they claim to live by is be nice. That if you say something nasty about somebody, they will moderate it. Now that rule applies to everybody except Canada. And I have very thick skin. I have absolutely very thick skin. I know exactly that when I am doing what I do and when I am out there and public and transparent, that it is going to invite fans and haters. Absolutely. And the haters are going to show up, especially when you do anything in which you are celebrating your own fans. And I've seen more and more of it lately. But sometimes people say stuff, and I just want to share with you, I want me to read for you what this person said about me. And this is someone that I thought was my friend, you know, someone I've spoken to on the phone, someone who I've never, ever, ever insulted in such a way, and yet I'm supposed to just read this, move on, and feel good. So I want to just read for you what Doug down in Texas said about me two hours ago. Now, Doug is someone who I've invited on to this show many times. You know him as Iceman44. And I have absolutely no beef with Iceman or Doug. I've never met him in real life. He's never come to TPF, the show that's in his own backyard. Now, I didn't do anything to Doug. I didn't wake up. You've listened to all my shows, right? You've listened to all of my episodes. I have absolutely done nothing to personally attack this man. And yet he wrote the following two hours ago. Canada is a sad life story who just doesn't get it. Absolute waste of life and chump change. He's the loser. And of course, anybody that pays for that crap, okay? And then he goes on to write, panhandling people for payment is pitiful. I tried to be a friend to him. All he really cares about is making diaper money narcissists. 
Now, what Doug also did was he added those final lines about trying to be a friend to me because I screen grabbed his post from before that and he wrote, absolute waste of life and chump change. He's the loser is what he wrote. Now, he changed that. He's the loser. And of course, anybody that pays for that crap. So I just want to start this episode by saying, Doug, I forgive you. I don't know what I did to upset you, but I don't think you should be allowed to talk to me like this. You have my number. You can call me like an adult and explain to me why I'm such a loser, why I'm chump change, and why I'm an absolute waste of life. This is a hobby about pinball. I do a show about pinball to entertain people. And fans of my show that contribute to my show are being called losers and chump change and a waste of life. And I wasn't going to do this. I wasn't going to shine a light on stuff like this. But when, as a community, are we actually going to realize where the toxic nature lies. I'm doing a show to entertain you and to get you excited about pinball companies. I'm doing a show to hold pinball companies accountable for when they drop the ball. I'm doing a show to speculate about the rumors, news, and speculation about what could be coming down the pipeline from pinball companies. And that's all my show's ever been about. That is all it's ever been about. And yet, I have to wake up and go on the world's number one pinball forum and hear things like this. And I'm going to tell you right now, I forgive Doug because I don't even know why he's writing this. And I forgive you, Doug, because I don't even know you, man. You don't know me. You don't know anything about me. And to say I'm doing this for diaper money when I've just had a new kid is so insulting to me and to Brenda and to Killian and to all the hardworking people out there and all the hardworking people out there that also contribute and say thank you to my show. I've done five years, five years of doing pinball podcasts that have entertained people and got people excited about pinball. And I know you're just as excited about pinball as everyone else, Doug. You have 21,971 posts about pinball. And I didn't make you bump my pin side thread up. You decided to go in there and say probably the most hateful thing someone has ever said about me. You have my number. You didn't call me up. You tried to be my friend. How is this a friendly move? If you don't like me, then don't listen to me. If you want to ignore me, just ignore me. And I normally don't do this. I don't give the haters a stage. But I just want some of you out there, and I'm talking to you, Beezleboob and The Law and Senev and all you guys out there, that just want to constantly pile on. I want you to understand what you're piling onto because I am just one person, one man, 
And if you want to say something to me, say it to my face. If you want to come on my show and tell me how you feel about me, canadapinball at gmail.com. And there's a line. There is a line. There is a line. And maybe you think it's funny. Maybe you think it's entertaining to do this and be these keyboard commandos. I'll tell you right now, I love my life. I love my wife. I love my child. I love my show. I love my fans. And I do it for them. It seems like all you want to do is get this show off the air or just get under my skin. But I don't wake up every day angry like you do. I don't wake up every day and bump a thread about a podcaster that I whine and moan about how, how dare you show this narcissist attention and all you guys do is give me attention every single time I make a move. And guess what? I know I'm giving you a little bit of attention right now for one little move you made, but you could never do this. None of you. You can never put on a mic You could never talk about pinball for even a half hour and keep it interesting. I challenge any of you to do it. If you're so sure, if you could channel the excitement of this hobby, then who's stopping you? And all of you guys, look at these guys. The Law's got 36,000 posts. Bezelboob, 13,000 posts. 21,000 posts by Iceman. 15,000 posts by Ra. It's just like the same thing, 21,000 times you decided to write something on Pinside. I did 593 podcasts that have all been free. So for all you haters out there that want to claim I'm hiding behind a paywall, hiding behind a paywall, that's the new thing now that they're saying over at the network, that he's hiding behind a paywall. Four episodes for people who have contributed to my show. Four out of 593, which is now going to be 594, free podcasts about pinball. And I'm hiding behind a paywall. And I'm pathetic. And I need diaper money. And I'm a narcissist. Okay. So why don't we do this? Why don't we give Doug a chance to come on the show? canadapinball at gmail.com and it won't be anything contentious it won't be anything angry because like I said I don't know any of these people I don't know anything about them but I do know this there comes a point like Tupac said the hate you give will live inside you forever and I mean that I would never ever wake up and say hateful things like this about someone I don't even know. I don't even know. They don't know anything, anything about me. And if you're listening to this podcast right now simply because you hate me and you want to see me say something stupid and you want to get all riled up because you think I'm contradicting myself, I want to just drop it for you right now. And I want to just say the realest thing right now to all of you out there. It's a freaking pinball machine. If you think this thing is greater than being civil to human beings, then you're misguided. If you think this thing is more valuable than your relationships in life, 
than your relationships with your significant others, with your kids. If you think this thing actually matters more than going on meaningful vacations, if you think this thing is more important than experiences you're going to think about and talk about for the rest of your life, you're misguided. If you think owning an Ellie machine matters like anyone gives a damn, you know, do me a favor. Stay off a pin side for a week and see how many people you encounter in the real world actually give a damn. Nobody does. Nobody does. This is more niche and more obscure than almost anything people are into on planet Earth. Look, and it's still fun. And I love pinball. And I love the fact that it's this analog thing in this ridiculous digital world. And that's what makes it so special that you can make this diorama we can play right? It's amazing. It's like this little 3D world in a box with lights and a world you could bring to life from all these incredible themes. That's why we love it. We don't love it because of some stupid website where a bunch of grown men go on it every single day, every single day, hours a day. I don't know if they're on the toilet or what they're doing, but this is not why people are into pinball. If Pinside went away tomorrow, guess what? Nobody would care. Nobody who loves pinball would truly care that there was no longer a forum in which grown men could basically argue and pull their hair out and lob insults like these on a daily basis while the moderation team just stands by and does nothing. And if you really want to go through Pinside and see all of the horrible things people have said to each other, and it's not even what they say to Canada, it's the way you treat each other. Pinside is an incredible place when people are talking about maintenance and people are sharing fun mods they're doing. The owner's club is the only exciting place to hang out because everyone there has a game, and just wants to talk about and share their experiences with that game. That's what it's supposed to be about. You're supposed to buy these toys, get excited, or get disappointed because the toy doesn't live up to your expectation, and that's okay. We're also allowed to share our disappointment with these products. It also gets really boring and stale when everyone just cheerleads everything. It'd be like being in the movies and feeling pressured to say you like every movie. And I don't care if you like me or you don't like me. There are people out there that know me very well. There are people out there that talk to me on the phone every day. And I mean people in the pinball community. I have made some of my best friends in life through this hobby. I have had some of the members of this hobby at my wedding. I have some of the members at this hobby that are helping me out and storing some of my arcade games because they know I don't have a home yet. That is why I love pinball. That is why I love this community. That is why this community is primarily comprised of some of the coolest dudes and gals on planet Earth. It really is because the coolest people on this planet geek out over something. And if you're miserable and you have some life issues that you need to get out, and you want to go on Pinside and call me a waste of life and chump change and a loser, and anyone that supports me is a loser, I've got a rude awakening for you. Your negativity 
is only making you look bad. And every time you call me these names and you call my fans these names, it only does one thing. It sends more people to me. My contributions today went up significantly after he posted this. And that is why I love each and every one of you. And that is why I said on my Facebook Live today, when you support me, when you support me, it is a message to all of these haters out there that want to see this show go away, that want to see me not exist, that want to call me a narcissist, a narcissist. I do a show to entertain you about pinball. When I go on to my Facebook Live, I talk to you about pinball. I'm not talking to you about me. You don't even know how tall I am. You don't even know my birthday, probably. You don't even know how many brothers I have. You don't even know what my title is at work. You don't even know what I worked on this past month. You don't know anything about me. You get to experience a part of me that I give to you. And the part of me I give to you is the part that's enthusiastic about this hobby. And that is what I love about you. And some of you out there right now are like, what the hell is this? This is not even an entertaining podcast where he did what he said he was going to do, which was go down all the manufacturers and tell them what Canada would do if he was in a room with them. And I sidetracked and I pivoted because my mind just got locked on this topic because I'm still one thing and I'm one thing, Doug, and you don't know this about me because you don't even know me. I'm still just a human being who's just waking up and wants to do a show about pinball. And I don't need to wake up knowing that I didn't do anything to these people. I don't even know these people. And I don't need to hear their hatred and I don't need to hear their vitriol. And I think it's just indicative of where we are today. Where we are today. This is a guy out there in New York City in a one-bedroom apartment who needs more room for his family and he enjoys, as an escapism, doing a podcast about pinball. And no other pinball podcast like would stop and just talk to you about their life and talk to you like this. And I'm just here to say, because this is where life is. Like this is you getting more into my head about how I really feel. That I wake up at four in the morning unsure of how I'm going to provide for my family. Sorry, Doug, I'm not so successful like you. But if I was so successful like you, I wouldn't be saying such hateful things. I'd probably be happy and content with where I am. I wake up at 4 a.m. and I'm not sure like how to get to the next step, how to get to the next stage in my life. The concerns of my life are not whether or not Mandalorian LE is going to make me a profit. I'm not concerned that Jurassic Park premium might be eight or $9,000 now. I'm concerned about finding the right daycare for my son, all right, and how much that's going to cost. And I got a quote today, and guess what? That quote eats up my entire pinball budget for the year. And guess what? It's not even a question of where the money's going to go. You don't know anything about me. You don't know the relationships I have within my own family and the dynamic there. You don't know about what I have and what I've lost and what I'm hoping to achieve in life. And you don't want this, right? Because you just want to turn on Canada's Pinball Podcast and be entertained. And you want me to be the jester in the corner. 
and you want to point at me and laugh at me and say the nastiest things in the world to me when I don't even know you. And if me insulting a pinball company or a pinball game riles you up, then so be it. So what's the point of life? What's the point of all of this, right? What's the point of all these shows, all these hour and a half shows every week? What are we actually getting towards? Why are we actually doing this? You know, people don't want to actually pull back the layers and see the reality of most of it, that most of us are just trying to reclaim the feeling we had when we were kids and we walked into an arcade. And I said this on my, my behind the paywall show, which is, which is where I'm hiding according to, to Mr. Zach Many. I'm not hiding anywhere, Zach Many. And I'm just going to be real, brother. The only one who's hiding is you, man. You won't come on my show. You've been hiding for three, four years, and that's okay. No harm, no foul, brother, but don't call me someone who's hiding behind a paywall because you don't have the guts to come on Canada's Pinball Podcast. There, I said it. And you can go say whatever you want on your show, and guess what? I'm not going to hear it because I drained the entire TPN. I'm not listening to any of it, all right? I don't need it. You know, we're chasing that feeling of being kids when we walked into the arcade and these games gave us such joy. And now we're grown adults trying to recapture that, right? Trying to have collections, trying to bring all the stuff we loved when we were kids into our homes and trying to get back to that moment, right? That moment, that, that innocence of a kid walking into an arcade and seeing video games and pinball machines and jumping on them and enjoying them and not giving a damn if there was a damn chip on a post. You didn't even know what a chipped post was when you were a kid. You didn't even know what a shooter lane wear was. Nobody cared. You walked up to pinball machines and some of those clear coats were worn down to the wood. There wasn't even art there. Like the art was missing where the ball would go and you didn't care. You just wanted to get to multi-ball in Adam's family. And for most of you dudes out there that grew up in arcades in the 80s and 90s like me, which is most of you, the real honest truth is that the arcade machines destroyed pinball. Nobody was really playing pinball back then. Adams Family, 22,000 Adams Families sold in a year. Great. Two million Street Fighters around the world. Street Fighter 2s, two million. So it's just, it's not even close. It's not even close. But guess what? It's not about this is good and that is bad. It's just that we were living in a time before the internet before all of this crappy behavior even existed. And now we have to sort of live in a world in which all of these men are trying to recapture this. And the other part of my show, that if you've listened to this show, all 593 episodes of Canada's Pinball Podcast, if you've listened to it, and you've listened to the story that's behind the story, because this is not a podcast that's only here to entertain you about pinball. It's a podcast that's been telling you since day one These things are meaningless. They're absolutely meaningless toys. You don't need them. You don't need more of them. You don't need a ton of them. Now, if you can afford them and if you can collect them and if you're in a financial situation where it makes sense and it brings you happiness, absolutely buy pinball machines. Buy a hundred pinball machines because life is so short. It will end on you in any second and you won't even realize it. You could be crossing the street. You could go to a doctor's appointment tomorrow and he could say it's stage four and there's nothing we can do. And I've lived in those moments with people I've loved, lived in those moments. And I'll never forget sitting on my couch where my aunt said to me, I just thought I had more time. 
And this is the most amazing woman in my world next to my mom. And it's like, that's life. You're going to wake up one day and someone's going to tell you that. And it's not going to matter that you bought a stupid $2,500 topper for your pinball machine or there's a damn dimple on the game or the post chipped on your Guns N' Roses. All of that shit goes out the window the moment you realize it's just life. And this is a meaningless thing in life. And if you can accept it as that, that it doesn't matter, then it takes on the appropriate value. It takes on the position it was meant to fill in this universe. It was simply a game meant to entertain us for a little period of time in our day. The same way as this podcast is. It's a podcast meant to entertain you for a little bit of your day. Not your entire day. Not every week guaranteed. Not every month. You shouldn't tell your wife to be quiet while you listen to this. You shouldn't ignore your kids and put on Canada's Pinball Podcast. It's a little quantum of solace for all of you that I create for you because I enjoy this. And I also enjoy talking to you like this because we live in a world that's so damn fake. We live in a world that's so not real. And you don't want me to be like this all the time. You don't want me to speak the truth all the time because it's not entertaining. It's not always enjoyable to smack into the truth of all of this. And all of these guys on Pinside, Iceman, Beezleboob, The Law, all these dudes, they're not bad guys. They're just caught up in it. And they get caught up in this community and this sort of whirlpool of I'm just going to angrily approach people and this hobby and attack, and attack, and attack. And if he was standing right in front of me, he would never call me a waste of life and a chump. A chump. And he would never call all of you who contribute to this show or listen losers. And he doesn't mean that. And I mean this when I say this. I forgive him. I forgive him. And nobody should ever say anything negative about him because you don't know him. And I'm sorry that I went off the rails. My next podcast will be what Canada would say to each manufacturer if he got in a room with them. But every once in a while, I want to just remind all of you out there, all of you out there, that I'm still just a human being. And if you want to say nasty things about me, that's okay. That's okay. I have thick skin because I do love my life. And the thing about it is this, I would happily talk to any of these people who say any of this negative stuff face-to-face, I invite them on the show whenever they want to come on the show. And guess what? They never come on the show. They never want to cross the line and actually stand behind words like this. And I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. I've made my mistakes in pinball. I've had moments in this hobby where I personally attacked people. I've had behavior in this hobby that I've been fully ashamed of. And I've always tried to apologize and make amends for that. But what I won't apologize for is keeping these companies honest. I won't apologize for calling these companies out when they're ripping us off or they're not offering us resolutions that we deserve. I won't apologize for that. And I won't apologize for pushing these companies to put more in these games for the amount of money they are. We're all going to die. And I mean that. 
we're all going to die. And one of my favorite lines is from a Meatloaf song, and it, and it goes, you'll never be as young as you are right now. And, and that line is true for, for each and every one of us. And I've always lived my life by that line. And it's not a line of YOLO and all that stuff. It just means this is it. Like, this is the only July 1st of 2021 you're ever going to have. And you're only going to be this age on this day. And that's it. And do you want to use this day and this time to lob words of hate at someone that's just trying to make a pinball podcast to entertain people? And I know it might seem trivial and flippant, but this behavior by this community And again, I haven't been a saint either, but maybe collectively everybody realizes now that maybe we should treat each other with a little bit more respect. And this is coming from me, and I mean this. It doesn't make you feel any better. You don't accomplish anything. You know, whenever I've done something where I've sort of put hate out there and I've sort of attacked people or I've done something behaviorally that I'm ashamed of, I've always woken up the next day and felt miserable. And nobody wants to wake up and feel miserable, especially when the center of gravity of the thing we're into is pinball. And what we should be doing is trying to figure out what that damn second title is from Spooky Pinball. And we're going to see what it is, hopefully one day soon. So I just want to end this podcast by saying this. Each and every one of you who listens to this show, I appreciate you for listening. Whether you like me or hate me, you can't deny the fact that there's never been another pinball podcast like this. There will never be another pinball podcast like this. And it's not me saying I'm better than anybody else. It's just me saying this show is different. This show's always been different because I'm a little different. And I've always struggled with me, and I'm just as insecure as the rest of you. I'm just as unsure about my life as the rest of you. I feel like I could be accomplishing way more with my life than doing this show. I do feel like this show might be a colossal waste of my time. And for those of you out there that want to shame me for trying to achieve a little bit of monetization for five years of work, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know why it upsets you that you think there should be any rewards on a financial level for all this hard work. And I encourage all of you out there who think I'm a loser and a narcissist and a chump change fool, I would love to listen to your pinball podcasts. I would love to sit back the way you get to sit back and put my feet up on the ottoman the way you do and pour myself a glass of whiskey and hit play 594 times the way you have. It's a lot easier from where you're sitting than it is from where I'm sitting. Everybody, this has been a very strange late night discussion with Canada, episode 594 of the world's favorite, until someone beats me, pinball podcast. Have a good night. This is just a good time, but for me, this is what I call life. Mm.